millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Um, really appreciate you joining me. Lots to talk about um, at home and abroad. Uh, and of course, Ukraine is very much dominating uh, the news uh, today. I think Nadim Sahawi will be delighted uh, to hear that. Will he not? Especially also the Prime Minister who's facing PMQs at midday today. Expect to face some questions about Nadim Sahawi's uh, tax affairs. But no, focus is very much on uh, European war and the decision expected to be to hear uh, today from Germany, also from the United States, that those countries will be sending uh, some of their battle tanks to Ukraine. This has been an ongoing request, plea, demand uh, from. Uh, the uh, Ukrainian Prime uh, Pre- President Vladimir Zelensky, who celebrates his birthday today, by the way, um, uh, that they actually sent him the sort of military hardware that he can actually stage the counteroffenses, that could actually defeat the Russians and expel Russian forces from his country. So far, we've given Ukraine enough weaponry to, well, hold back the Russians rather than oust them from their country. Well, we are going to be sending, of course, Challenger 2 tanks, just 14 of them. Uh, the Americans already promised uh, Bradley armoured vehicles, uh, but also uh, we understand they're going to be sending some M1 Abrams. That is likely to be um, uh, confirmed today. But crucially, it's uh, Germany and their Leopard 2 tanks, which apparently are much easier to train on, uh, need less of a supply line and therefore more usable on the uh, ground in uh, Ukraine. This, by the way, as two Brits, Chris Parry and Andrew Bagshaw have been expected, well, believed now to have been killed in Solidar as they were in a rescue attempt to uh, get uh, some Ukrainian civilians out of a town taken captive by the Russian forces. They were last seen on the 6th of January. All of that context to talk about uh, with our editor at Spiked Online, Tom Slater, who's joining me all this morning. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. Um, I think this is, personally, I think this is really encouraging news, mm-hmm. uh, Ukraine. This is, kind of, well, particularly Germany, they have been dragging their feet every single opportunity in terms of the help, the aid that they give and stopping other countries giving aid, haven't they, to Ukraine? Yes, and on the one hand, you can understand where that comes from because of their particular history, because of their particular kind of policy that they've pursued for quite a long time. But I think what was mistaken in that whole position was the idea of we're concerned about escalation, we're concerned about escalation. You do have to ask the question, who has been escalating this war throughout the whole conflict? Who invaded a sovereign country, and who is actually reported to be believed preparing for a renewed offensive with those newly mobilised troops to paint, giving Ukraine the tools it needs to re- to repel, to defend its own territory and to retake it, 
to present that as escalation, I think, is deeply misguided. And whilst you can understand why it took a while to get here, that doesn't change the fact that you know yeah. Ukraine needs. That I think support. it's dishonest as well. And I think a lot of this talk about Germany's position, and, and I, li- I worked in Germany and lived there for a while, and um, and I'm very aware that you know, many Germans, particularly everyone under the age of sixty, is basically totally guilt-ridden about their past with the Nazis and World War Two and and you know and World War One, um, and they and they just this this idea that it's sort of morally right to sort of be sort of effectively demilitarized, even though they're a major exporter of military weapons because they have fantastic manufacturing base. Um, but that they, they won't have a big army. They, they've, they've been spending far less than their NATO commitment of mm-hmm. 3% of GDP. Um, and, and that somehow this is a moral stance. Actually, it's an economically very profitable stance because while other countries, uh, tax taxpayers' money is going on huge amounts of military hardware and training soldiers, um, Germany's been able to spend that money on other things and, and, and has been had a thriving economy. So it's worked out very nicely for Germany while they're expecting British taxpayers, Polish taxpayers and crucially American taxpayers to pay for their defence. Not many things I've ever agreed with Donald Trump on, but on that he was absolutely right to call it out. Um, but, but also I think there's this thing, a lot of what Germany's been doing is geared around, oh we'd like to keep our Russian gas supplies please. Uh, they don't want to upset Vladimir Putin. Germany, German politicians have been hand in glove with Vladimir Putin for years now, uh, expecting their cheap Russian gas. And they don't want sanctions uh, and, and repercussions for Germany in terms of their, their gas supplies in the future in the hope that, you know, well, you know, we, just, we, didn't, we didn't do much, Vladimir. I, I mean, I think, I just think they're a busted flush. And I think, you know, Olaf Scholz and, and all predecessors, I think they've just been exposed as, frankly, the cowards that they are. I mean, it is so striking when you think that even a couple of years ago, Germany was seen as the country that had it all figured out, the country that everything was yeah. kind of absolutely fine in. Angela Merkel was kind of hailed as a... If only we had someone like Angela Merkel leading our country. Exactly. And yet, Schultz, in so many ways, is the kind of continuity Merkel figure, despite belonging to a different political party. And it just shows how much can change in a couple of years when you have such a world-shaping event like an invasion yeah. of a country in Europe. And also the, the, the economic crisis in terms of energy, that mm. their entire basis of their country's, you know, manufacturing energy policy was based on relying on a tyrant for their, their energy and, and importing everything. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, frankly, when the proverbial hit the fan, they were in one of the worst positions. I think that something about they spending something like 8% of their GDP last year on importing energy. Unsustainable. Mm. Totally and utterly unsustainable. Um, so UK's already sending Challenger 2 tanks, but just 14 of them. Um, the, the, the key thing here is the Leopard 2 tanks is, is that not only that Germany has them, um, but also that they've been exporting them to lots of Eastern European countries and other countries who are now going to be allowed, given, given export licences. Currently, they are not allowed to send them to Ukraine under their export licence. Um, and we could look at 100 more coming from other countries. And that's when you get the numbers. But crucially, um, there's a big issue in terms of... You don't just send a load of tanks, ship them in, you know, he- helicopter them, drop them down. Great. And then Ukraine wins the war. There is a massive supply, mm-hmm. uh, repair, refueling, training issue. With these things take months to train on. Mm-hmm. They are seriously high tech machines. They have numerous working parts and the computerized. When things go wrong, you need people who are trained to deal with that. Um, and one of the reasons why... Ukraine has had some of the success they've had is that the biggest donor of tanks to Ukrainian army so far has actually been the Russians mm. <laughs> when they've been able to seize the tanks. Of course, they have the same weaponry. They're trained on them. They've got the spare parts. They know what to do. Um, I did wonder why the Ukrainian Farmers Union 
were not able to just to send all their tanks. Because there was a point <laughs> at the beginning of the war, do you remember? All those memes of Ukrainian farmers towing <laughs> from their tractors, towing tanks they'd captured. Um, and they, at one point, they were looking like they were going to be the mi- biggest military force in the world. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I mean, but this is this is important, isn't it? This is crucial because we are coming up to February 24th. It's going to mm. be the, the year anniversary of this invasion. And Zelensky is really clear, you know, we need to defeat these, this, this invading force. If we just carry on giving just enough help, the situation carries on, the sanctions carry on, the death and destruction, the, 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 the refugees, that all carries on. We are in the West, in NATO, totally capable of providing enough military hardware without providing a single bit of uh, any, any men or women to, whose blood would be spilled to allow Ukraine to, to defeat this enemy. And it seems like, especially with this movement on tanks, that all of that is very encouraging. You can understand different countries are subject to different sort of domestic pressures, their own kind of political parties. There's all these different things, which is very... This kind of idea that the West was completely united behind one position has never really been true. Um, But at the same time, you do see that the support for Ukraine, certainly that kind of moral support has has always been unwavering. What's potentially been lacking is that unity on this question of actually material support. Putting a little blue and yellow flag in your Twitter bio doesn't quite... I mean, it's... Not unhelpful, doesn't actually save lives. And it's just so striking looking at the year anniversary where you think in the early days of this conflict you had, or in the run up to it, you had Joe Biden talking about, you know, we might accept a minor incursion. You had mm. them offering a, essentially a sort of evacuation out to the Zelensky in the top tier. A kind of a, assumption that it would be a matter of days, weeks, yeah. a few months, who knows. And yet the incredible resolve of the Ukrainian resistance that with or without um, Western supplies exactly when they wanted them have been able to repel this much bigger power yeah. from their territory. It is startling and worth reflecting on as we approach that yeah. anniversary. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to hear from you as well, as Western allies prepare to send battle tanks to Ukraine. Uh, should we give Kiev whatever they need? Or do you think it will escalate to World War Three? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Tell me why you think either way. Uh, do t- uh, text us on uh, 8722. Put the word talk at the beginning of your message. Or you can tweet me at Talk TV. We'll get as many of those on air as we can. Uh, we're actually going to be talking uh, to uh, someone, a Brit, who's out fighting uh, in Ukraine at the current time uh, and that is uh, Mesa Gifford uh, just uh, uh, at seven o'clock um, also we've got to talk about the two Brits Chris Parry and Andrew Bagshaw now known well believed pretty sure certain to be killed in his Solidar rescue attempt um, last seen on the 6th of January haven't been heard from since um, I mean these people are heroes aren't mm. they I mean they really are these aren't dodgy mercenaries or anything I mean, you know these are people who who basically just want to go in and rescue people they get names of people in Ukraine their family members have been stuck behind the enemy lines and they go in and rescue them I'm in awe of the bravery of these people when I sit in... I'm a great armchair general, Tom. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I'm a great armchair general sitting in a warm mm-hmm. studio with my cup of tea, not in the trenches, not taking bullets, not... You know, and I'm really aware of that. But these people, they're heroes. No, it's incredible. I mean, this is what real internationalism looks like. I think you talk about people putting up a flag in their Twitter bio or sharing the right hashtags, but actually putting your life on the line. And a lot of these people are kind of serial internationalists. You talk about mm. Mesa Gifford... Him and various other um, volunteer fighters in Ukraine often are veterans of fighting with the Kurds in Syria. These are people who just, when they see a brutal invasion in the world or people being mistreated, they do feel compelled mm-hmm. to go and um, to go and help them. And it's just an, an incredibly 
brave, incredibly yeah. rare, un, it? you know, it is amazing, hard to it? get your head around kind of thing, but it, it is worth celebrating. It really is. Um, also, I just want to talk about the economy. Lots to talk about there. Um, North, not well, levelling up, levelling down is what's mm. going on. Uh, but also pressure on the, Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor, to cut taxes um, after households paid £821 more in average, on average in taxes this, this year. Um, and the tax bill's gone up by 10% in total. The budget's coming up in March, which is coming very quickly. We're almost at the end of January. Um, there's going to be pressure there. The Office for Budget Responsibility, um, basically, they're going to be revising their forecast down. Things haven't back, back as much as they thought. And yet we've been seeing some figures lately showing that actually, you know, some of the you know, predictions of recession weren't right. Mm-hmm. But we're just sort of, we're just sort of, yeah. mo- sort of lazing around, you know, at a very low ebb, aren't we? And there doesn't feel, all this talk about we're going to bounce back mm-hmm. doesn't quite happen. We're not quite in recession, but people are feeling it. No, completely. And you look to your leadership and all you've got is more sort of muddling through, more trying to get through the next few months, more trying to keep the markets as tame as possible. And I think the big shame of kind of Liz Truss's very swift exit was the fact that whilst a lot of her policies were definitely wrong-headed and purely poorly executed, one thing she was right about, that we needed change, we needed a shake-up, we needed growth. Gross. The fact that that's not on the table is yeah. deeply depressing. Absolutely. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.